Today on KXAN News at 5, Austin's housing market cooling, but just how cool are we talking? How much prices dropped in the latter part of this year and what we can expect for 2024? Plus, got whole milk? Why one particular type of milk was at the center of debate on the U.S. House floor today. Rain in the Austin area now. Oh my goodness, we can hardly see out of our camera right now. It is dark, gray, and gloomy. And guess what? A cold front is coming in behind us. Good afternoon on this Friday. I'm Britt Moreno. And I'm Mike Russian for Danielle Marine. We've got uh, Nick here on standby. We're kicking off the newscast with mm. Nick, who has more on how much rain we can expect and how low temperatures may end up getting this weekend. Nick. Well, we could get some nights down in the 30s once that cold front moves through here this weekend. But yes, some beneficial rain out there now. You can see how it looks from all Lorenz and Lorenz 360 cam. This camera is in Westlake Hills, so it's shrouded not just in clouds, but in the rain. And the rain, while it's mostly light, is not light for all of us. You can see what it looks like now on radar. I want to zoom into some of the heavier rain that's coming through portions of southern Hayes County, right over you in San Marcos. And it's moving into Caldwell County, where the heaviest rain will be picking up for you if it hasn't already. But now the rain is coming down for you in Lockhart. What do we have in Austin? Well, we've got some mostly light rain, not too heavy, still could slow down that evening commute though. And into Williamson County, the rain has cleared you in Georgetown, but it's moving through places like Hutto and Taylor on its way east into Milam County. Our eastern counties generally haven't had much rain yet, although that is changing now as the rain shifts out of our metro counties and into our eastern counties, and it'll continue to do that over the next few hours. Rain chances are really going to drop once the sun sets, especially for the metro as the rain moves east. Still widely scattered showers at 7, isolated showers at 9 and 11, and then we're dry for the rest of the night. Temperatures have cooled as the rain has arrived. Where we've got the rain, it's cooled into the 50s for most of us in the metro, and that's the temperature it is now. So the rain will keep tracking eastward. We'll show you the movement and when you dry out where you are. An update to your weekend forecast with even more rain next week. All right, Nick, thanks. We'll see you in a bit. Those sky-high home prices throughout Austin continue to come down, and that's according to the latest report from the Austin Board of Realtors, which says homes are staying on the market longer and prices are dropping as a result of that. Sam Stark learned how this is really a relief for some but can be frustrating for others. It's just uh, a different world. Yeah. Nori Bolton said in 2021, once a house went on the market, an influx of offers would follow. It felt it was really stressful. I mean, uh, we were busy, but putting in offers, I mean, there were several places we put in an offer and you wouldn't hear back from the agent because there would be 20 other offers on the table. <laughs> but in December 2023, she says the market has changed considerably. Now, I mean, the open houses I host don't have a lot of traffic. If I do, there are people that are very unmotivated, like just kind of happen to drive by. I spend a lot more time showing homes, talking about homes versus negotiating contracts and closing deals for sure. Is that frustrating? <laughs> yes, because that's how I get paid. <laughs> the Austin Board of Realtors said the housing market was frenzied during the pandemic and that it continues to cool down. That means homes sitting on the market for a little longer. It went from less than one month um, you know, kind of days on average versus now we're kind of hovering around 75 days on market on average. More houses on the market continue to drive these prices downward. The median home price in the region dropped almost 10% from October to November. A welcome relief, especially to those lower income, you know, first time buyers who 
would not have otherwise been able to enter the door had home prices continued to really appreciate at honestly an unsustainable pace. Sam Stark, KXAN News. Now, even though prices are cooling, the Austin Board of Realtors says the value of the median home in the Austin and Round Rock region, which is around 425000 is still 40% higher than what we saw in 2019. But the question is, what can we expect from the housing market long term? Looking in depth on this, the Austin Board of Realtors says the nature of the housing market in 2024 and beyond will hinge largely on the interest rates set by the Federal Reserve, saying housing is the most interest rate sensitive sector in the broader economy. Speaking of interest rates, after hitting a 23-year high earlier this fall, mortgage rates have dipped below a key benchmark in December. According to mortgage finance agency Freddie Mac, the average rate on a 30-year mortgage dropped below 7% to 6.95%, just under 7%. This is the first time mortgage rates have been below 7% since August. A Williamson County jury found a Round Rock man guilty of indecency with a child by sexual contact this week. John Frank Shear was found guilty of sexually assaulting a 15-year-old transgender teen in a Round Rock home in 2021. The jury sentenced Shear to a 10-year prison sentence and $10,000 fine with a recommendation that prison time be suspended and that he can be placed on community supervision. Shear knew the victim. Apparently, they called the teen crisis line to report Shear in September of 2021. And the crisis line contacted Texas Child Protected Services to investigate. Now, Shear will be formally sentenced by a visiting judge in February of next year. A Virginia mother whose six-year-old son shot his teacher has been sentenced to more prison time. Deja Taylor was sentenced today to two years in prison for felony child neglect. Police say Taylor's son shot his teacher with his mother's gun. The teacher survived. The state, sentenced, uh, the state sentence that she received today was stiffer than the 21-month federal sentence that she had already received. An attorney for the family says Taylor is only allowed to have supervised visits with her son until he turns 18. The United States is urging Israel to cut back on its large-scale ground campaign in Gaza and instead focus on more targeted attacks. But so far, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is showing no sign that he will back down, vowing to continue the fight until Hamas is destroyed. And all this comes as the battle over funding for Israel and Ukraine continues on Capitol Hill. NBC's Alice Barr has the latest from Washington. Amid an unrelenting assault on the Gaza Strip, the Biden administration is growing more direct in trying to sway Israel's approach to rooting out Hamas. Two U.S. officials telling NBC News the administration has told the Israeli government it wants it to end its large-scale ground campaign in Gaza and move to a new phase centered on targeted airstrikes and raids. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan meeting today with the Palestinian Authority president after talks with Israeli officials. There will be a transition to another phase of this war, one that is focused uh, in more precise ways on targeting the leadership and uh, on intelligence-driven operations. President Biden weighed in Thursday after rebuking Israel's, quote, indiscriminate bombing in Gaza. I want them to be focused on how to save civilian lives. 
Israel has been dropping leaflets warning of strike zones and insists it's doing all it can to protect civilians. The parents of a seven-year-old Palestinian girl told NBC News she was killed by a bomb fragment while sleeping in a tent in Rafah near the Egyptian border after Israeli warnings to flee the city of Khan Yunis. Of the 29,000 bombs Israel has dropped on Gaza since the October 7th Hamas terror attack, nearly half have been unguided and less precise dumb bombs. That's according to a U.S. intelligence assessment shared with Congress. Two sources told NBC News. On Capitol Hill, Senate negotiators trying to strike a deal for more aid to Israel as well as Ukraine and the U.S. southern border by the end of the year. It's an aggressive schedule, but this is an emergency. They're hoping for a Senate vote next week. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. Late word today that the Israeli military is acknowledging its forces killed three Israeli hostages in northern Gaza. Soldiers mistakenly thought they were a threat. Now, Israeli officials said the hostages had likely escaped or were abandoned by Hamas, noting that Israel is crying with their families. Some Pflugerville residents have been asked to boil their water. Today, Manville and Crossroads Utility Services issued a boil water notice for parts of Pflugerville after a water main break. If you live in any of the late Lakeside or Kelly Lane districts listed here. Please boil your water until further notice. You can also find this list on KXAN.com. New this afternoon, we just learned that Delta has added three new flights to New Orleans ahead of New Year's Day. If you're a Longhorns fan, you probably know that's because demand has really shot up as UT fans try to grab flights to cheer on the horns in the Allstate Sugar Bowl on January 1st. American and Southwest Airlines both operate Austin to New Orleans flights as part of their regular schedule. And Delta has also added two return flights from New Orleans to Austin Bergstrom on January 2nd. And looking ahead to next spring, Delta Airlines says they're expanding at Austin's airport, adding 11 new permanent flights, including three nonstop routes. Those new routes include flights to Midland, Odessa, Nashville, and South in McAllen. Delta will also add an extra daily flight to their established Raleigh, Durham, and Cincinnati routes. All new flights, by the way, will take off April 22nd. And if you are flying out of Austin Bergstrom this holiday, season, you're just in time to try out the airport's new parking reservation system. Now you can reserve a parking spot online up to 24 hours in advance. This includes both airport, airport parking garages and surface parking lots. To access the registration system, check out the airport's parking website at abiaparking.com or click on the link in this story at kxan.com. Still to come, the bizarre item selling out on Costco's website that's worth thousands of dollars. And the milk fight White House leaders debated dairy today and the criticism some faced for taking the time to talk about milk. And you've probably heard of the Armadillo Christmas Bazaar, but do you know its uniquely Austin origin story? Find out coming up. An Austin holiday tradition is back today with the opening of the Armadillo Christmas Bazaar. For nearly five decades, Armadillo has offered people a chance to listen to live music and shop at the same time. Close to 200 artists working with all mediums have set up shop today to offer unique gifts. You have the live music, you have a bar, so you can have a cocktail and you can walk around and just because it's Austin musicians, you got the cocktail, you got your Lone Star or your Tito's, and then you have local artists. 
I mean, this sounds like a recipe for fun. I'm not going to lie. The Bazaar has been around for 48 seasons and began as a way to get the people selling their art on the drag inside during the cold Christmas season. The Bazaar is open until 9.30 daily starting tonight until December 23rd. It takes place at the Palmer Event Center. It does sound like fun. Silicon flying off the shelves. The story behind Costco's $100 million in gold sales last quarter. Well, today was the wettest day of the month so far in Austin, reporting at least 37 hundredths of an inch and slowly climbing of rainfall here today. As far as temperatures concerned, pretty near average. We got to about 63. We'll show you some chilly nights and eventually more rain in first warning weather. Milk took center stage on Capitol Hill this week, and some lawmakers are pushing legislation to allow whole milk to be served in school cafeterias. In 2012, the USDA changed its regulations, allowing only low-fat or fat-free milk to be served in schools after whole milk failed to meet its nutritional guidelines. KXN's Anna Wernicke reports. Before I start talking, I just want to take a quick drink. Standing on the Senate floor Thursday, Kansas Republican Senator Roger Marshall paused to down a glass of whole milk. <sighs> milk is the only beverage other than water allowed on the Senate floor, and Marshall wants more varieties of it allowed in school cafeterias, too. I rise today to set the record straight. Milk's part of the solution. It's not part of the problem. Marshall says the Whole Milk for Healthy Kids Act, which passed the House on Wednesday, 330 to 99, would end the ban on 2% and whole milk in public schools. We want people to be able to drink the kind of milk they want to drink. Lawmakers argued the nutritional guidelines implemented in 2012, only allowing low-fat or fat-free milk, sent the wrong message. To say whole milk is unhealthy for kids is, if you will, Utterly ridiculous. But Virginia Democrat Bobby Scott says the USDA's rules are backed by science. To ensure children receive the most nutritious meals possible. And Michigan Democrat Debbie Stabenow, who blocked Marshall's bill from passing by unanimous consent, says those guidelines shouldn't expire. School meal standards currently based on dietary science, should continue to be based on dietary science, not based on which individual food products that we support. In Washington, I'm Anna Warnicke. And with just one day to go until Congress takes a break for the holidays, some have criticized House members of wasting precious remaining time as aid packages to Ukraine and Israel continue to hang in the balance. All right, let's talk about this forecast. Kind of a dreary day. Nick Bannon joins us now to tell yeah. us uh, what transpired this day, but then also we have the weekend ahead as well. You want me to look into the future too? That would be nice because we already know what happened in the past. We're really good about telling you what's happening right now. So. <laughs> you you want to start there? Yeah, we'll start there and then okay. move into the future. Uh, we've got some rain around now. It's fairly light unless you're in Hayes County or Western Caldwell County where it's a little heavier. Mixing with drizzle, mist, and a lot of clouds. This is how it looks uh, from the domain. Our Indeed weather camera looking over Q2 Stadium there. So we're in the transition period where the rain is moving uh, out of the metro counties and starting to rain uh, in our eastern counties now, I don't anticipate, other than maybe a sprinkle, that you'll get any more rain in the hill country. But you can see some of that steadier light shower activity happening along and east of 35 still in our metro counties. And there's the heavy stuff working its way into western Caldwell County now, approaching you in Lockhart. Still most of eastern Bastrop, all of Fayette County, most of Lee County, 
you've yet to have any rain. Well, this is working east your way. We maintained relatively high rain chances today. Even though the rainfall amounts won't be that impressive, I think most of us end up with about a quarter inch uh, to half an inch by the time all is said and done. This is associated with a cold front tied to this area of low pressure that continues to move east. The cold front swings through, and while we're not looking for chillier days, we do expect a few chillier nights ahead. When does the rain end for you? Well, if you're in the metro, especially near and west of 35, I think the rain's done by 7. For those of you in the metro counties east of 35, rain wraps up by about 8. And then in our eastern counties, you may have to wait closer to 11 o'clock or midnight for that rain to wrap up completely. Then the rest of the night is dry. The sky's clear soon after the rain is done. And we wake up tomorrow already with sunshine. And we stay sunny throughout the day on Saturday. Sunday, almost a similar story. Probably going to be a few more high clouds around on Sunday. Still, I'd consider it a mostly sunny day. You see where the additional rainfall is going to be. Uh, mostly it's in our eastern counties where we get that additional quarter to half an inch of rain. For most of you, not anticipating much additional rain west of 35 this evening. So as the sun sets, the rest of us have about a 30% rain chance. Overnight lows drop down to 45 with clearing skies after midnight. No rain tomorrow. I have 64. It is going to be a sunny day, but a breezy day. The wind out of the north, 10 to 20 miles per hour. We could get gusts up to about 25 or so. I know a lot of holiday parties happening this weekend, either associated with work or uh, on your own. And you can see tomorrow evening cools off in a hurry from 59 at 7 to 54 at 9. And by 11 tomorrow night, we're down to 49 under a clear sky. So it does get rather chilly just in case your holiday parties are outside. What about our next chances for rain? Well, we're going to have to wait toward the end of next week for that. Rain chances pick up to 20% on Thursday, 40% on Friday. It's hardly a rainfall guarantee at this point, but it is the beginnings of what we think will be our next wetter pattern change. Leading up to that, we've got four, five dry days with no rain chances, highs in the 60s, and even a couple of days in the low 70s. We've got some chilly mornings, though, 39 for the morning low Sunday morning and also Tuesday morning. Then rain chances creep up on Thursday to 20%. Winter begins officially Thursday evening. Rain chances at 40% for Friday and the extended 8 to 14 day rainfall outlook solidly wetter than normal. Nick, thank you so much. Up next, a golden opportunity. Why a warehouse store known for appetizer samples and really cheap hot dogs is getting into the gold business. Well, what's your favorite go-to Costco pro product? Is it the frozen apps maybe, or the diapers, or the $1.50 hot dog at the entrance? You can't beat that. For me, it is the hot dog, actually. <laughs> so how about, though, gold? Mm -hmm. Yes, we're talking about gold bars. The warehouse giant announced in an earnings call today that it sold more than $100 million worth of gold bars in the last quarter on their website. It sold in one ounce, it sells in one ounce increments. The bars usually sell out just a few hours after they're posted online. Costco members are limited to buying two gold bars at a time. And Britt, uh, they do not give samples of that like they do everything else, oh, unfortunately. I was wondering. Yeah. Now, maybe you don't have a Costco membership, but you still want to buy some gold. Licensed online retailers sell gold bars and coins referred to as gold bullion. But it's very important to be choosy about your seller because the industry really is ripe with scammers. Some banks sold gold bullion too, though, 
And though you won't hold a physical bar in your hands, investing in securities related to gold in the stock market is another way to stake your claim. Gold is often sold through exchange-traded funds or mutual funds. When the market closed today, gold futures were valued at $2,033 per ounce, but J.P. Morgan predicts that number could climb to $2,300 an ounce in 2024. Tonight on Primetime, it's Dolly Parton's coat of many colors, followed by an all-new Dateline NBC, and then meet us back here for KXN News at 10 o'clock.